This episode of The Harmonious Gentleman is brought to you by our friends at Blind Man Brewing, makers of Central Alberta's best craft beer, purveyors of delicious tacos, and hosts of all kinds of harmonious fun. They don't like to brag about it, but they've won Brewery of the Year in Alberta and Best in Show at the Canadian Brewing Awards. Head to Lacombe and check them out. of podcast episodes were Calgary AM radio stations in the late 80s that played some of the best pop music you've ever heard and famous for their top six at six and top 10 at 10. You'd know this has to be episode 106. Point seven. Uh, <laughs> no, there's no points on AM radio, is there? Oh, I don't know. Of the Harmonious Gentleman. There, no, there's not. Okay. What, what songs would be on a station in that era for you, do you think? Well, I kind of remember record, like I'd have my tape deck ready to record the radio so I could yeah. record the top tens. One of my favorite songs from that time was This Is Ponderous by the band Too New. Do you guys know that song? No. No. It's mostly like Googling. Talking. Okay. This is ponderous, man. I had a dream the other night. Oh. I was walking. And then there's like sound effects and music and a brass band. That and, was on like pop radio? Yeah. It was popular for a while. Like, obviously, I don't remember pop hits because probably new kids on the block were like ruling the airwaves at that time i would think so is that like the precursor to sean mullins didn't that dude have a song where he talked yeah and then he sings a little bit in the chorus or that graduation song what was that one yeah called? it is similar to that yeah but like 10 years Worst before on screen it. Yeah. yeah that was quite a phenomenon <laughs> maybe we could have like a track of this is ponderous playing in the background instead of this christmas music. yeah i'll email <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to listen every night to the radio in in Rupert, Prince Rupert, like there's something similar, some countdown, but there was an era where Runaway Train by Soul Asylum okay. was always in the top 10. So this would have been before that, like right. probably five years at least. Yeah. But what a great song. But every or are you waiting, sick of it? No, I, I love it. Still. Yeah. And every night waiting for like what number Soul Asylum tonight. <laughs> and some of those songs would just be like a whole year in the top 10. Yeah. And we had top nine at nine in Red Deer on Z98, 98.9. And yeah. I, I remember Goo Goo Dolls, Iris. Yeah. And... Oasis Wonderwall and Just some like slow jam by Limp Biscuit. Oh, not a slow jam. I didn't know they made a slow jam. It wasn't a slow jam, uh, but it was like a one of their slower songs. I saw a really funny video the other day. Of, it was their song, "Give Me Something to Break." I think yeah, whatever, but yeah, it's like break stuff played over top of little kids like falling over <laughs> playgrounds and getting knocked over by home yeah. obstacle courses. It's pretty funny. Um, welcome to Phil's, everyone. Mm-hmm. This is our Christmas episode, or, se- well, I don't know, maybe Tyler doesn't want to call it that, our <laughs> seasonal episode. Oh, yeah. It's kind of our early winter episode? Yes, end of autumn. End yeah. of autumn episode. <laughs> We've had a string of sort of like new format style episodes where we research more and we hopefully learn a bit more, bring in some secret guests. And we had some stuff planned. Our, it's my turn. And so we've pushed that to January just to kind of get through this month a little bit. So this will be a little bit more casual today, which is kind of yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about Christmas before, I believe. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've had a couple Christmas episodes, so we'll try to do it a little differently this time. But we'll keep it short. Yeah. It's a if busy month. It was an hour and a half for the last one, so we'll, we'll make yeah, it. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. Also, our breakfast is sitting in front of us, and it looks amazing. Yeah. The longer we sit here and look at each other, the longer <laughs> we have to wait to eat. Shoot. Well, it's good to see you guys. Merry Christmas to both of you. Oh, thanks, Grant. Uh, Merry not Christmas yet. to you. Not yet. Okay. Let's get to it. <laughs> but not to Tyler. Thank you. 
This segment is brought to you by Veldhuizen Construction. They have been building incredible homes for over 30 years. The Veldhuizen team will guide you step-by-step step through the design and build process. The finished product will be your design, your selections, your beautiful home. If you're looking to build in central or northern Alberta, call today to get started. Go to veldhuizen.ca or see the show notes to get in touch. Where do you think you're going? Nobody's leaving. Nobody's walking out on this fun, old-fashioned family Christmas. No, no. We're all in this together. This is a full-blown, four-alarm holiday emergency here. We're going to press on, and we're going to have the hap-hap-happiest Christmas since Bing Crosby tap-danced with Danny F***K. And when Santa squeezes his fat white down that chimney tonight, he's going to find the jolliest bunch of this side of the nuthouse. So we ate our food in about three and a half minutes. <laughs> the new Phil's record. That mixed grill. How was that mixed grill? It's good, delicious every time. You know what else is good and delicious every time is, is Christmas food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This time of year. Which you usually enjoy with your family. So I'm going to pose a couple questions to you guys. I'm just curious. Based on family. Because Christmas is the time where you typically, typically see your family, whether you want to or not. Yeah. Right. Um, one question to start you guys off. Um, if you're describing your family around the holiday season, what's a word or two you would use to describe your family in the Christmas season? Whether Ooh. it's with your extended family or with your own family, what is a word that you think encapsul- encapsulates extended family? family? Sure. Yeah. I mean, if you're if that's who you meet with typically, then sure. Yeah. A word that describes them? Yeah. I think my family's typically thankful to be together. Like we okay. don't see each other all the time, so when everybody's yeah. kind of gathered around at Christmas. Like is that becoming appreciative? So, do you think each year the, the yeah older maybe harder gets? to get together together? Maybe do you have those feelings when you're with your extended family where it's like how many more times is this going to happen? Right? Sometimes, like, yeah, with certain members for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and just how far people have to travel and people yeah. spread out and yeah. <laughs> and maybe like if the older generation isn't organizing it, would this would we just quit? Kind of sometimes I think that yeah. I know Heidi's. Uh, her her grandpa's family there's i don't know how many great grandkids like seven years something like that and it hit us one year there everyone went to this hall and it was this crazy but we remember i remember saying this can't continue and it didn't that was the last like it's year. not sustainable yeah. yeah now it's now it's much much smaller you show up if you want to and even though those those nights were crazy and i didn't always love them it's it is kind of hmm. weird like to realize that miss there yeah that'll never happen again you know hmm. i mean grandma did pass away too that doesn't help but right but just surrounded by that many great grandkids. Yeah. Thankful. That's a good answer. It's positive. Uh, the word that came to mind for me was effort. Mm-hmm. Like that when you get together with, and I'm trying to think about different branches of family and, and, and things like that, like it's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, effort isn't inherently bad. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing, but people make it maybe extra effort because it's Christmas yeah. to make it special in some way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it requires a lot of effort just to be with the family that I have. Uh, it requires some effort for yeah. sure. Just well, like even f- weekly. Some more for some people, right? The host yeah. probably way more effort than the but, people who just show up or but, whatever. Yeah. But when it's Christmas, everyone's trying to make it special, plan some activities. Yeah. It's not just hanging out for an hour. It's yeah. Let's make it long. Let's 
Could there so be expectation maybe as well? Like, like yeah. because there's expectation or because... Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I have a follow-up question to that. Yeah. In your mind or in your experience, does family expectation ever match the reality? Like the looking forward to it. Can you ever meet the expectations of people? I, I look at that yeah. question kind of like nostalgically where I think about growing up and the bar is set pretty high in my mind. And it probably wasn't even that way. Right. But I think a lot of people, they're always trying to live up to one of the early Christmas what used to be yeah they, and over time that's grown into this this expectation monster almost mm-hmm. that sounds kind of negative but I think people can put a crushing pressure on themselves to deliver this magical Christmas with the family whereas for the most part you know get some whiskey and get a board game and it's right. a good time it's good yeah you'll yeah, have fun you know yeah, I agree with that I would say my expectations are usually met yeah hmm. Is that because they're low or realistic? I think so. Or I think they've been Or do you just have the lower. best blowout Christmases every year? <laughs> I think I, I just may become more reasonable as I get older, maybe. Yeah. But I, I, I know what you mean when you say the expectation around a Christmas, like, and compiling maybe favorite memories from multiple Christmases, and then in your memory that becomes one Christmas. Yeah. Where all these... Everything is perfect. Yeah. And now you're trying to live up to that. But Well, and I, I've had that last couple of years with my kids trying to make sure their Christmases are special. And I, what I, but this is a different topic, but what really gets to me is like sometimes I'll get them a gift or two and I'll think like, well, that's, that's not enough. Mm. Like I want this to be really special. And, and for some reason in my mind that equates to spending money. Okay, that's what crap. I was going to ask. Is, is right. making it special for your kids about giving but, them a good gift? To yeah. kids, that's what it is though, isn't it? Mostly? Yeah. And I don't, I don't like that I, that I think that way because when I grew up, we didn't, we, we got gifts and stuff, but I just think the expectations are kind of out of control, maybe. But th- but I'm also in control of that too, so I shouldn't, you know. Yeah, you're contributing to it. Yeah. Potentially. Well, exactly right. And every year I buy a bigger Lego set, then it's like, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, it's a vicious cycle. I have one more question in this round of questions. Okay. And you can answer the safe or you can answer honest. No, I'm just kidding. Don't get in trouble. If you so you have all this family, and you guys would probably say you like the family time, like you look forward to it. It's important to you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like I just, would say in general, yes. You like. Yeah. But you look forward to that. Um, if you could only spend Christmas with one family member this year, oh who would wow, it be? one family member. Yeah. Just one. Like and out of all of our every in relative your, in your in your family extended. Oh, easy, family. my granddaughter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good okay. answer. That's a good answer. Because she's new. You win. Well, that's also a safe answer. Okay, Ty, what about you? It's not, it's not the safest <laughs> answer, though. You know? Eh, everybody would be like, yeah, I get that. <laughs> okay. Nobody will I be think, so offended. Okay, I like it. Uh, I just I recently went on a trip with my wife for a week. So we had some one-on-one time. So I think I would answer. So with, it doesn't have to be her. So, it's, so she, that <laughs> protects. I'm not going to say my wife. <laughs> I'm going to say one of my children. Yeah, but I'm not going to specify. You can't specify. Oh, yeah, no, I'm trying right. to get you guys in trouble there. Do they listen one. to the podcast? Uh, sometimes. <laughs> but you have one in mind though that you would pay. <laughs> you have to see which one. Uh, any of them would be yeah, good. Okay. Yeah. Flip a coin, three-sided coin. Okay, those are good. I'm just, I was just curious about that cuz what, what about answer? you, Graham? The well, just I'll say the opposite of all that family is one. And yeah. To be totally honest, like yeah, and I do and I do get time with my wife quite, you know. One on one of my kids, so I, almost like maybe one of my brothers, mm. yeah, maybe because I don't, 
like I miss them quite a lot and don't really ever have just that pure one-on-one time with them. So maybe I would rotate one after the other because I couldn't. That's a I good answer. Really choose. Oh, maybe my, maybe Mark. Oh, maybe Kurt. One of those guys. Yeah. <laughs> one of those two. Cool. Okay, thanks, guys. I, just, I was just curious about your families. You have wonderful families. Nice answers. Yeah. Nice questions. I imagine you guys are, are two of the people that at these gatherings are like, you're the people want to hang out with, you know? So I'm guessing. I'm guessing uh, you're, you're two of the guys that's like, I want to go sit next to Tyler or Chris at this event. And I do have quite a, like, I always clear a space by my feet so that the people can just kind of gather right up. <laughs> you always have a book open on your lap. Yeah. Ready to. Yeah. No, you have Spotify with our podcast open ready to go. Come listen. Will you guys talk about the podcast this Christmas season with your family? Probably not. A year ago, two years ago. But now they're like, are you still making that? <laughs> yeah. 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 Can't believe it. Okay. Let's, uh, let's refresh our coffee cups here. Okay. This segment is brought to you by Cilantro and Chive. Delicious and creative dishes, a huge variety of locally crafted drinks, and building community in Red Deer and Lacombe. They're the gents' favorite place to grab a bite. Adults can take a simple holiday for children and screw it up. What began as a presentation of simple gifts to delight and surprise children around the Christmas tree has culminated in a woman unwrapping six shrimp forks from her dog who drew her name. A big part of Christmas is food and preparing food days in advance sometimes. Yeah. Getting everybody's favorite dishes. Maybe you guys do kind of a bit of a potluck for your bigger Christmas dinners. But if you had to prepare like the your signature dish your favorite christmas that you can make or not what are you making i would probably pull a mrs doubtfire at this point set your boobs on fire (laughs) yeah and then (laughs) and not (laughs) poison the jambalaya that was quick i think you were thinking that was really good no i i i think it'd be kind of fun to order out Oh, but then okay. plate everything. Oh, I see. Yeah. And make Get it look a caterer. like a, right? Mm-hmm. I like because it. Because a go-to that I could make myself, I think I made a turkey once and forgot to de- de- thaw, or thaw it out before. Anyway, oh. I'm not great with, with that. So, so it was like burnt on the outside and frozen in the middle? It was not a good bird, but uh, yeah, I'd probably cheat. Okay. And I'd actually yeah. try to pretend like I made it, I think. Nice. Yeah. I like I like cooking and when we're hosting... I'd be comfortable doing most dishes, I think. But quite often Christmas isn't hosted at our house, so we're bringing like a side dish. Yeah. And my go-to would be like uh, some kind of vegetable, green beans or baby potatoes or something with a ton of butter and garlic. And that sounds it's good. not a showstopper. It's not like everybody's But it's a nice add-on. You need talking it, about the beans afterwards, but yeah. yeah. But if they weren't there, you'd notice it. You need them there. Yeah. 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 You need that one scoop, that one ladle of beans. I, 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 the amount of times people in my life who have made these giant meals, like I'm, I'm very thankful of that, right? Like I've had so many good meals over the years that yeah. I did not have anything to do with, and I appreciate it a lot. Our, our, one of our new, newer traditions uh, that we do in our just our family is we make a like a sandwich cake. You know, you know, like a like a, a layer cake. Like a, la- it's a layer. It's a sandwich. Like a, you know, it's savory. It's got the meats and cheeses. Oh, but then the icing oh. is like a, like a cream cheese kind of icing thing. I've never heard or seen this before. Some pictures. Never eaten it. We can put them on uh, the Instagram. <laughs> okay. Buddy's made two so far uh, around this time, like New Year's kind of thing. 
and they are my favorite thing in the world. Huh. We saw them on like Cake Boss, maybe or not Cake Boss, um, Great Canadian Bake. It's a savory cake, cake. whatever it's called. Yeah, savory cake. So it's, it's basically a sandwich with like all the best stuff: cheeses, meats, olives, oh. pickles, and then you ice it all over so it looks like a cake. And then you cut these slices very thin because it's very tall. And huh. I just pick away at that thing for a few days, and it's kind of heaven. Yeah, wow. you guys are looking at me a little confused. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's, a, it's a real just, thing. This is a food I've never heard Please of. Please email us at Harmonious Gentlemen if you've heard of what I'm talking about, because you have. These guys just don't get out much. <laughs> okay, okay. Like it? I like it. Shout out to Heidi. She yeah made two. So, so it's not. It's it's a two year tradition so far. I hope it okay. continues. Right. Yeah. Heidi, if you're like listening, please make candles in it. Cake. Like it looks like a cake, like a it, regular. Is it like for Jesus's birthday? Uh, no, it's <laughs> it's for because I saw it on a show once and I. Really but it's a Christmas thing. We've been doing it like during like like usually like a New Year's like after, yeah. It, it's not cake. a Christmas and meal. it's called a sandwich cake. I forget what it's called. Yeah, it's it's it's, <laughs> okay. a, it's, a, it's meant to look like a cake, but it's a, it's a giant sandwich. Okay. And you and we go to Cobb's get all these like really nice bread. The best breads, right? Like you, okay. you kind of go the all tastiest out. meats. Yeah, you kind of do and like four blocks of cream cheese to cover that whole thing. How big is it? One person sandwich? No, it's 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 big. It's, it's like the size of a big cake. Okay. And so you have a little slice. Here, I'll show you. you guys. You answer, Tyler. No, I think I, I've got a picture of it in my head. It just, it would be, it throws me off that it looks like a sweet cake. A little bit. And yeah. it's like all the icing's on the outside. But the icing it, is just cream cheese. Well, it, no, it's some sort of a. Yeah. I feel like this podcast episode could go on a lot longer than we intended because we're just going to have a 20 minute di- deep dive Chris, into the sandwich. Chris, cakes. you haven't said the, the food that you would like to bring. Uh, I make a. It's just everybody asks me to and like this isn't a brag at all. I'm kind of sick of making it a it's cauliflower like or something. No, a cauliflower carrot casserole, which ha- just has a, a white sauce and a lot of cheese and butter. It's really good, but it's just and it's I know how to make it, so I get to make it all the time. Hmm. It's good nice. though. This is the first it's not attempt. like the best. Like this one doesn't look like a cake because we put like meat and olives and carrots like around it, but like oh, that's that how totally big it is. looks like it. Graham is showing yeah. us a picture that I I didn't know better. It just looks like a like, white yeah. iced carrot cake. Okay, but then you slice that bad boy and you get a piece and it looks like that. What? <laughs> yeah. Some people would be totally disappointed cutting into that and finding that, and other people would be ex- really excited. I'm not a huge sweet tooth person, so this is my favorite. But Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. Sandwich cakes. Cool. Do you have any other questions yeah, for us? Yeah, here's a question. That was a good one. It's maybe a little more serious. <clears throat> when more a- serious than what food would you bring? <laughs> when Avery was five, I think, he asked me if Santa was real, and I just was like, my personal policy is just going to be to tell him the truth. And I said, no, you're, you're right. You caught on, bud. It's all a ruse. Sure. And so I got in some heat for that. And even when we bring it up now, turns out I was in the wrong. But then I also taught kids who found out or didn't find out in grade six, they still believe Santa was real. And I thought that was a bit of a problem. Grade six. So I'm just wondering, do you think there's any harm in, or is it all just fun, believing things that aren't real? Potentially Santa being the easiest example I can think of, but Tooth Fairy, Easter Bunny, Santa, yeah, aliens. Like, uh, is there a limit to that? Wait a second, alien. I don't think there's any harm. Like we, we didn't push Santa lots, but part of that was the present aspect of it, expecting presents. But like right now, June is having fun with it. I think like she enjoys the idea of Santa. And then, of course, Harvey is way too practical, and he's just always like, June, there's no way that even works. Come on. Like, and he never, I don't think he ever, he never really bought into it, even though, yeah, same, same idea. Really young, he's like, I don't think it's real. I'm like, well, 
that's cool. You can believe what you want. So no, I don't think there's nothing necessarily any harm. But yeah. maybe there's danger in going too far with it. Like maybe there's danger in focusing on it, in terms of the focus on stuff that maybe kind of sucks to be focused on it this season. Yeah, Does that makes sense. I, I, I same kind of similar answer with with my kids. They, I, we never really like pushed it or straight up lied to them about it but they ask about it and my policy is just to avoid giving an answer so I'm not going to lie to them and say yes Santa is real but if they say is Santa real I'll change the topic You'll find or, a way to which yeah, in dissuade. doing so well, as the kids get older they read between the lines Yeah, I think I think my older two at this point I don't think they believe in those things but there's maybe like a sliver where they're like, but maybe. But how do the presents get in the house? Because we even do, <laughs> just the other day, we do like a Sinterklaas, like December 5th thing. Uh, and they know it. Like they keep saying, we know it's you, Dad, who comes to the door and I throw. And somehow there's a bag on the step and the doorbell rings. Well, I do the come to the door and I, I disguise my voice. And I'm, I'm, uh, I don't know the story super well, but... He's got it's probably little, best you don't. Yeah, I know, and we've, we've modified the story. But I'm I'm the helper who comes to the door looking for to take children away in my my sack. So yeah. I yell into the doorway, "Are there any kids here? I'm going to take you away in my sack." Yeah, and then I throw candy in. And the first time I did it, it just terrified <laughs> the kids, and that was really fun for me. But now they know it's me. It's and kind it's, of a Halloween Christmas hybrid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But. Uh, that's a so they, they kind of know it's me, but I, it's still kind of fun to mess around with them. This this year, we did it differently. Like, it's just a yeah. creative thing. It's a, yeah. And I don't think there's harm there, but at some point, I think if my, like, an older child isn't sure, I think I would just sit them down and be like, you know what, it's not. We're just messing with you. Yeah, grade six is surprising, for sure. What are you, 12 years... Yeah. 11, yeah. Well, and this, 11, in, in my memory of this as a teacher, was that this, like, kids were talking openly at that age, obviously, that Santa's not real. And she was, like, adamant, no, like, and totally 100% believed it. Yeah. And, and I knew the parents and just thought it was interesting that they were, like, convincing her that it was real and really actively working hard to make sure that she still believed that. Yeah. I just, that's what the motivation for that is. Your, your question was, is it harmful to believe in things that aren't real? Yeah, so that extends beyond Santa so, Claus. And we've talked lots on this podcast about conspiracy theories or sure. uh, yeah. cults and, and things like that. And I think we've, we've probably answered that question that, yes, it can be harmful to right. believe in things that aren't real. But when it comes to... So you guys are okay in making like like little QAnon kids just by... <laughs> promoting the tooth fairy I get it <laughs> gotcha no we're prepping them for belief and stuff that's no, completely the other thing is <laughs> whatever you believe in it could be not real like oh yeah. no no quick no question yeah but anything you believe could be not real yeah. I think with my kids the cutoff for Christmas is if if they're talking about Santa in January I'm, I'm worried like you know what I mean like Christmas is over and they don't talk about it at all for a while that's the way I need to be I don't want like yeah. March letters to Santa <laughs> you know. I remember yeah. when I was a kid I think I probably believed in Santa when I was young but I, I remember I wanted to write a letter to him for my birthday be mm. like can you bring a birthday gift too like you're not as busy right it's literally yeah. halfway and, and through the year your track record is you bring good stuff yeah better than my parents 
who was giving the second best <laughs> gift. So anyway. Yeah, I get it. That's practical. Harvey would like that. Yeah. You wouldn't like what you do, Tyler. I don't like Harvey would be <laughs> crying for thing. weeks. Um, let's take a quick pause after Chris's great question so I can show you another picture of a sandwich cake. All right? <laughs> I can't wait. Okay. This segment is brought to you by the King's University in Edmonton, Alberta. Offering an exceptional liberal arts education from a Christian perspective, King's degree programs integrate internships, work learning, study abroad experiences, and research opportunities. The King's University, bright hope for tomorrow. You might just want to ask, yo, where's my present, St. Nick? So think a little about the people minus money. And when you get your dough, why don't you show some kindness, honey? Go ahead, get fed, and spread a little love. Give what you can afford, just like the Lord from up above. A quote, a note, and one you won't believe. It's better to give than to receive. Yo, it's Christmas, no dissin'. Listen, all you listeners. Think of all the prisoners that's in prison during Christmas. Not trying to bring you down, but trying to put you up on. Landed it on the table so you're able to put your cup on. No snow, not a flurry. So hurry, don't you miss it. Not dissing you, but wishing you a very Merry Christmas. So imagine that you are talking to someone who's never experienced Christmas. They haven't, they're not a part of our culture. And they ask you, what is Christmas? What am I getting myself into? Uh, What would you say? If the question is, what is Christmas? To someone who has no cultural reference point sort of two angles like my head goes towards one is just like what is Christmas for me growing up like my particular kind of celebration my meaning behind it or or I could answer it more broadly that it's this time of year where I, I was I was coincide. wondering for this person they, they're wondering like culturally like they have no idea what it is so you've hmm. I think you could talk about both but maybe start with the big picture what's it all about you have a I would also have two answers yeah one would be like what I think historically significantly it is and what it is religious you know like from my own faith perspective and how important that is and like I think it's the most important thing that's ever happened but then I think there's also a piece culturally which is sort of on the fringes and connected to that in some ways but really has become something <laughs> that's not really connected to that at all but we might say it is and some of the traditions we have certainly are connected to that but it's become very different than that so okay, this this person that you're talking to is very confused <laughs> yeah i can like, see that like <laughs> I, would, you, I, would you lament more than you would like just sort of like right the difference like the differences between what you personally believe it represents to what it is maybe the lament would be that the the really important parts of like god becoming flesh and entering the world which is like a really significant <laughs> event like, and i can't <laughs> so that's like, how you would start understate your that it, yeah. it sounds crazy <laughs> but like that can get overlooked with traditions that are still fun and potentially awesome to do with family and friends but it it can overshadow what we actually should be celebrating. Mm-hmm. So I can see how that's really confused. Well, I mean, it's confusing for the whole world because what do we actually celebrate anymore? Yeah. But I think for me, it'd be an easier thing to just tell them that this time of year, it's a break and it's a 
it's, it's you know a lot of families get together. There's all, there's various beliefs that tie into what that time of year means. Right. I could go into mine as well, but I I don't know. You can give him a thesis too, I guess. You could like give him a. It's kind of a hard question because it's like who. Where do you start? Like, what's the first thing you would say? Like, do you right. want the Coca-Cola snowman version yeah. of, or Santa Claus version of yeah. Christmas, well, they would, which like, is part of what Christmas is now? That's what sure. they would see. So if this out newcomer to this to our culture heard your answer and then they see the, the Coca-Cola ad, they'd be like, is this part of Christmas? That doesn't seem like... I don't see how that fits in with what you said yeah. be Christmas is about. Was it a... Where did I hear this? Like a movie or, so, or a kid was like, when baby Santa's in the manger or something like that. Like they get really confused <laughs> with, like what, with what it all means. Yeah. Well, I think we, we used to, or maybe my mom had a snow globe that was like Santa bowing at the manger. And oh, I'm really? Like, this is like, I don't, my brain hurts when I see this. It's not in my house, but maybe my mom had or somebody yeah. I know I had it. And I, it's like, oh, I, like, I get what your thought is here, but it's just too yeah. weird would you would you tell this person to call it Christmas or the holiday season well I I, I think you'd have to explain both yeah like that yeah because Chrissy said it I think I'd talk about two things as well like that for Christians there's a a different meaning behind the season or like uh, I was going to say like a starting point but I think Christians even took it from another culture timing I mean, wise and I don't know enough about that potentially but it, the winter solstice but, uh, and all so that I, if I was yeah. to say like, in Canada North America like the Christian heritage is, is kind of the beginning and then it's become what it is now well and even and Christians now like my critique would be like what are we actually celebrating here like the it's nice well, to celebrate family and mm-hmm. tradition but if you're saying this is all because of like Christ's birth, I would question whether that's actually true. <laughs> if I was if I was trying to present it as in a positive light, I would say it's Christmas is a time when, like, I think taking getting time people have a break during the winter. It's like a winter break, spend time with family, and gift giving is a part of that. Yeah, and that's kind but, of but then it'd be like, well, why do you do that? Well, there, for some, it, that's, there's, that's there's a why. part to a religion part. Others, it's just it's just what we do. It's just, right. It's and just, there's expectations to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and those can be they're, they're things to do. Yeah. Yeah. Because we like buying stuff and we like getting stuff. Mm-hmm. Does it interest you to sure suddenly live in a place with your family that doesn't do anything for the Christmas season? Like, no I'm pushing in that direction. Yeah. So one year we went to Mexico as a family at christmas time it was amazing like we decided we're not giving gifts we're just going to go on a family holiday yeah and there was some you know they had a the buffet that day was like turkey and ham or whatever but it was very some decorations but it was really cool to be in it was weird to be in a place without snow because i associate snow with christmas for whatever because i live in a winter country not this year not this year um but it was really awesome to be detached from all of that and for it was almost like a break a christmas break yeah yeah the part of, of christmas i look forward to is is the break from work and then i like getting together with family i like some of the activities we do that's all great yeah uh, the the gift side of things is probably where my the problem comes but that's i think and the 
the advertising and the movies and the decoration and the lights like for for someone who didn't doesn't understand what this is like it'd be overwhelming like there's do you it's think, overwhelming to me like do you think there are people in the world who don't understand what christmas is or like at this point well, is it like many. infiltrated culture so much that everybody knows what it is i'm sure there's small <laughs> populations somewhere but also i think we assume that everyone celebrates it the same way we do in north america yeah uh, and but yeah i have another question okay okay it's maybe a little lighter how yeah. how long like how many days should the christmas season be like it feels to me like it's 90 days it's, it's gotten like, it's, it's like november longer and, and longer yeah november what is, should it be in your opinion when should we start decorating for christmas for some reason like when december 1st hits i think let's grab a tree like that's usually what when i start to think about because the tree to me is like the first thing i put up it's the first like christmas i, I get the ornaments out and I feel like if I'm, if I'm going to go for the effort of putting a real tree in my house, I want to have it for, you know, three or four weeks. Yeah. So to me, I think the December is fine. I, I would agree with that. I think 12 days would be perfect, but... Because mm-hmm. it lines up with the song. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> and it's kind of, I think there's some tradition in other cultures. I think English maybe do that. Like, the, And they follow the 12 days of Christmas, start oh. at Christmas and go after, I think, but... Man. Tyler's your um, answer like one day. Like, well, I, I, I just think day. about other Christmas other Eve. holidays we have. I like having the. It is actually like I. I think way less than what we do. I think yeah. it would make it more special. Because by Christmas, like all these Christmas decorations, are I've been looking at them for a month already. Well, the other more thing is like the, now people have lights on all year long, or they have on their house mm-hmm. or they like there's stuff in stores before Halloween or there's well that's it just the thing seems that, a little crazy that's right? what makes me so frustrated is that like we say oh it's earlier every year it's just because stores are the marketing crap is out earlier in, yeah. that, that's the problem like the first time I see Christmas is a bunch of stuff in Costco's the doing it at Thanksgiving right or whatever and that just that to me feels like there's a way more pressure and there's it's forcing it right but yeah. you're you're thinking about Christmas for yeah, that whole time. And that's what they want, right? Well, like, I would what, argue you're not yeah. thinking about Christmas. Like, you're thinking about the capitalistic crap yeah, inside I, of it. But I'm saying that's what Christmas is. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, But um, I would say, for me, like, a couple days. Like, when, when school's done, when we're out for school, like, let's start celebrating Christmas. Mm. This year, that would only give us a couple days. Christmas is over. Kind of tidy things up. Enjoy the rest of your break. Yeah, I heard they're casting for the Grinch too. (laughs) Tyler, have you heard about this? Has there been a casting call? Or (laughs) I'm just kidding. I I think your not your your observations about Christmas are like they're hard to argue. I don't think you're a Grinch. I I think I don't think you are. I think you're. It's like a righteous frustration. Yeah, I'm down. I like it. Although I do like I guess follow up question to the how many days. Like yeah. every other, even religious holiday, Easter, we don't spend a it's month contained. and a half talking. Yeah, about. yeah. It's like, and it almost makes it more special. I think that'd be my. Although the peeps come out in stores like at least two weeks ahead of time. The what? You know those little peeps, those oh, marshmallow peeps. peeps. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're I right. It is contained. Like it kind of, you're right. It kind of it kind of cheapens it, right? Like the yeah. more it's oversaturated, so it, like it loses its how special yeah. it is. Yeah. Well, like the Christmas season is like almost all of fall. 
mm-hmm. and part of winter. Yeah. So. We're feeling the pressure in our new neighborhood that we moved into because the house decorations are just unbelievable in our little close. And mm. <laughs> we moved in, and, and I guess our last owner put one little strip of lights around the garage, and they barely work until there's like flickering LEDs all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost worse than nothing at all. And so I'm honestly feeling like I should. We should get. I've never really been a house decorator, but I'm like, we should probably do something this year. Mm. Didn't you do a big star the one year? Well, our, nice. my father-in-law made us a, a star. That was really cool. That's yeah. what we have. And I like that a lot. But looking around the neighborhood, it's like, do we keep up with this? Can we? So I was in a place and looking at these like deer you can get that light up. And it was like 300 bucks. I know the pressure you know? even of just that is. Yeah. Lame. Soul crushing. Lame. Yeah, it is. Keep it simple. Good. Yeah. <laughs> keep it simple. K-I-S. Good questions, Tyler. That was kind of fun, you guys. Like yeah. a throwback, just questions about Christmas. Overall, That's I'm good. excited. I always, my wonderful wife, her, her birthday is two days after Christmas. And so it's always, Oh yeah. it hits me late. That's like up. I have a few things I, I, I got to do. So I'll tell you off camera what I'm yeah. doing. Next episode, birthdays. Let's talk about birthdays. Oh, man. Yes. I, I, I missed yours this year totally, Tyler. I didn't say anything to you. I felt bad about that. I think yours too. I just. I missed I always, it too, so don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> All I want to do is say to my good friends and family, like, hey, happy birthday. And I just, I never, I never do it. Well, put it on your calendar, listeners, February 7th. It's a big one coming up for me. No, it's not at all. It's not a big uh, one? No. 60? Or 40. <laughs> <laughs> You're a grandpa now. <laughs> Ouch. Okay. Should we end with a traditional song? <laughs> You know, sometimes when you're sitting with your buddies in the corner of Phil's with your friends and buddies and you want to talk to your buddies and friends about your rec- recommendations or your <laughs> confessions with your friends who you've known for a long time, you want to do that right now. And so I'm going to start off the segment. Guys, this is this is Gentleman's Choice. Gentleman's Choice this morning. Gentleman's Choice. You can choose a recommendation or a confession. So I'm going to recommend, uh, I think I've done this a couple times recently, like a YouTube channel. Right? I did that mm-hmm. Beard Meets Food one, um, which, you know, whatever. But this one is not the whole channel necessarily, but this video I watched, it's really, really interesting. Um, it's, like, it's like four hours long. So, you, you know, you don't need to go out and watch the whole thing. Wow. But it's a guy. There's a really good chance I won't. It's a video essay, <laughs> right? Like that's kind of how it, what they're called. Little mini documentary that's four hours long about plagiarism, but like digital plagiarism as well mm. in like online world. And the guy, the YouTube channel is it's called H Bomber Guy. Is his name? H-Bomber. H-Bomber guy. And he's made lots of other really cool little documentaries too. But this one I just thought was really interesting in terms of being a teacher as well. So it's about plagiarism. He kind of goes in on some creators online for like blatantly stealing stuff from other people. And uh, kind of goes in some weird directions. And I found it really fascinating to, to watch. So anyway, if that interests you at all. Um, there's also a little section at the end about like ChatGPT and AI which is a new avenue for plagiarism where you copy and paste something and then it a just reorganizes yeah. it for you. Um, so yeah, anyway, I just think it was interesting. Uh, so H-Bomber guy, I think it's his newest video on plagiarism. And I know maybe you won't want to because it's four hours, but <laughs> I found it pretty interesting. Well, cool. if I've ever watched that I, for four that's hours. That's what I got. Yeah, I watched it in pieces for sure. I have a recommendation as well. It's, it's kind of a two for one. It's a podcast called The Daily. Uh, it's put on by the New York Times it's just a really they're very well produced kind of 30 minute ish uh, episodes but it's every day 
and I'm always impressed at how the quality of the episode, considering they're coming out every day, and they're they're focused on some current event. Uh, yeah, it's cool. It's kind of it's not like just reading the headlines. You kind of yeah, but it's not a huge deep dive. It's a 30 minute learn about something that's going on in the world. It's called the Daily. The Daily by the New York Times. But I, the the two for one. There's a similar episode or a similar podcast put on by CBC called The Front Burner, mm-hmm. and it's very similar. Kind of 30 minute episodes. Sometimes yeah, they I've, even I've heard that they before, even yeah. okay. do episodes together. Oh, cool. Uh, they had one this week where it was, they both released the same story because they had collaborated on it. Hmm. So production quality is high. Yeah. Kind of 30 minutes. Learn quite a bit about something going on. Nice. Appreciate the reminder. I used to listen to the Daily and kind of just forgot about it. So I'm. And it is back to it. daily. Like, it's is daily, that a dumb yeah. question? Okay. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes they're like, there was an episode about like pickleball a while back, but yeah. more often it's. So you listen to that one twice? <laughs> yeah. Favorite of I one. love pickleball. Uh, yeah. No, but yeah, usually, like right now, there's a lot about what's going on in Israel. Yeah. But it's not every day. It's just yeah. once, once or twice a week they'll give an update on that. Sweet. Mm. Yeah. Cool. The daily. Good one, Ty. I like I'm going to recommend something too, but I haven't seen it yet, so this is maybe awkward. Oh. There's a new movie coming out on Netflix called The Rebel Moon, directed by Zack Snyder. Have you mm-hmm. seen an ad for this preview? No. no. I apparently, and I don't know for sure if this is true, he approached the Star Wars team, Zack Snyder, who, and he's a director, made movies like 300, and he kind of has this DC universe, The Watchmen. He's done some cool stuff, but he approached the Star Wars guys and said, hey, I've got a script for you. I really think this would fit into the Star Wars universe. They said, no, we don't want it. So then he went out on his own and made it, and it's coming to Netflix just before Christmas, and it looks amazing. Cool. But it's not part of Star Wars. Not no way connected to Star Wars. Okay. Cool. But looks cool. Rebel Moon Moon. coming out sometime soon, I think. YouTube video, a podcast, and a movie. Look at all the media we're consuming this holiday. Oh season. my goodness! I was um, unpacking boxes the other day because that's kind of all we do now is unpack boxes in the evenings. And uh, I was—I <laughs> had to stop, bowled over, crying, laughing, listening to a podcast. And I and I rebound it and listened to it again. Whoa. It was Conan O'Brien needs a friend. Yeah, yeah. With Kevin Nealon as oh, the guest. I haven't heard SNL. that one. Just if if you're anything like me, you will laugh. Kevin Nealon is so funny. Anyway, yeah. bonus recommendation. Nice. Well, that's fun. Um, you know, if you want to get in touch with the, the gentleman this holiday season with a yeah. gift or an encouraging word or a critique. Yeah, we still haven't received too much by mail. We do have one postcard, but like yeah. a parcel would be nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So email us to find out our address and <laughs> you can do that at harmoniousgentleman at gmail.com. Yeah. yeah. We also uh, exist on Instagram mm-hmm. and Facebook. And yeah. I think that's it. But uh, we haven't really shared uh, correspondence on mm-hmm. this episode. And we, and we haven't had a ton. But we should shout out to uh, Dan Oahand. And there was someone else. Oh, listener Peter. And frequent guest. Yeah. I uh, guess Peter. Both for just kind of plugging our last few episodes. Yeah. Uh, nice. Yeah. Thanks for the kind words, you guys. I've also had some good friends like give me feedback on sort of the newer format that we've tried and and it's been good but also there's been things that we can work on and we have tried to or now we'll discuss more like we know it's we know it's a bit of a work in progress what we're trying to do with some new stuff so we'll continue yeah. to try in the new year and um yeah we may have one come out right around christmas or we might take a little break i guess you'll have to wait and see yeah but we'll be back pretty soon no matter what 
Well, happy holidays, guys. Happy season's greetings, yeah. Chris. <laughs> Enjoy the end of autumn. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Mm-hmm. On the Harmonious Gentleman nice. podcast. Got it. Brought to you. Okay, see you later. Harmonious Gentleman.